0: The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Reddit Nation, to the Redder Nation podcast. And I am your host, Reddit Greg. Welcome to the show. We have a good show for you today. Even though no football's going down right now, well, what am I talking about? There's plenty of football action as far as moves and news. So, let me get into a couple of things. You know there's 600 million dollars available to spend on players this season. Isn't that insane? 600 million free dollars. That's cap room, folks. Average about 20 million. The worst is Washington Redskins. I love it. At $100,000. That's how much they got to spend. And of course, the Niners pissed me off cuz they had 40 million dollars to spend. So that means free agents are going to cost absolutely huge money. I don't expect the Raiders to go out and until all the carnage of, has happened. That's kind of our history. We kind of wait to see what happens, and then we go in for the kill. And uh, I'll tell you, I'm not going to make a whole lot of draft predictions until the kill is over, <laughs> because you don't know what kind of meat's going to be left on the boat. <laughs> so... About three weeks before the draft, I think you should know, have a good idea what direction we're going to go in. There are always going to be hints, though. Always going to be hints. You know what? i got to talk to you guys right now about something we got going on here at the Raider Nation podcast. It's called The Bone Line. And it's the Bone Line we have here, 1-800-620-7181. That's one 800 620 one. Call it. Leave a message. Leave your take. Leave your comments like you would in the comments forum section. You can practice it over and over. Erase it if you don't like it. Do it again. Do it again till you get it down to what you want it to sound like. And we will slap it in the podcast. I want to see it, man. You guys are funny all you guys are really funny i want to hear you guys voice on there just letting it go out to the nation they'd love to hear you too man so get your take on and make it bad to the bone if you know what i'm saying okay without further ado our show 131
1: yeah yeah about my city, oh, the city of old. old oh, don't you know? Oh, do you know about my city? Oh, the city of old. old oh, don't you know? Now let's take a
0: little trip down memory lane. Okay, folks, today's show is going to be the Raiders. They're in a fast lane. Fast Lane Kiffin, that is. We'll talk a little bit about what this coach has been doing. Unbelievable mock speed in movement. We'll talk about that. Very encouraging. Of course, this story, of course, right off the press. The Dallas Cowboys hire Wade Phillips. Who really gives a shit? That's the story. I want to talk about that, too, because media is going all over that. And it's just pissing me off to hear all about Dallas all day, all the time. That's some bad shit. Okay, the last story, of course, will be... All aboard! The Raiders are now leaving Dysfunction Junction, and we'll talk a little bit about that because they hired Mark Jackson to be a special man in this organization, and I'm going to tell you guys exactly what I think is going down when it comes to Mark Jackson because Lombardi's now gone from folding towels to folding jock straps. Yes, that's where he's going. And, of course, we're going to hit the comments form section and check it out. So let's go to our first story of the day. The Raiders are in the fast lane. Now, I'm telling you right now, you can see our website. Randy tells me every day, man, I got to keep changing things. I got to keep changing things because, man, things are really moving fast. You know, of course they're moving fast, but we're not used to it moving fast. We're used to the, you know, six-month look for a coach kind of program. But that hasn't happened this year. And let me just put it into perspective, if I may. The ArtShield contract was signed February 10th. Okay? Now, that was when he started his business, and he really didn't have time to hire coaches or anything. He was off to the combine, and it was on. He had barely enough room to put a picture on his desk, and he was out of there. Lane Kiffin, three weeks has he had to get comfortable not only with his office, his organization, and created his staff. The bulk of his staff has been picked, and we have been bombarded by names almost on a daily basis. I'm looking forward to a special teams pick. That's something that I'm hoping to get, and we'll see. And I have no doubt that I'll have 100% confidence, and there's a good reason. It looks like Al Davis has given Lane Kiffin all the room he needs. It looks like Al has said, you do this, young man, you do this. And he's going for it. He's getting a bunch of young guns in here that are going to tear up some, well, some shit, I'll tell you right now. And I'm going to tell you another thing. The way they're going is just, it's incredible. I'm very, very encouraged. We say this all the time, but I'm telling you, deep down, just because of the relationships of the coaches that he has picked from the Falcons and Rathman he just picked who has a relationship with Knapp because they work together in the 49ers organization, this is a very, very good thing that they have a communication already, a relationship which ends to cohesiveness, which ends to good results no matter what the hell you're doing, right? Well, that's what I'm thinking. So Lane Kiffin, man, I'm telling you, we got a good coach. And you know what tells me that? Is the media hasn't said a damn thing now since he's been working there's been one comment i heard that he might have gotten over his head that's it and i've been listening to espn and everything that you guys listen to if you're sports fanatics like me and nothing is coming across the boards about kiffin now no controlling al davis meddling fingers of course they'll save that for our first loss don't don't even think it's not coming but don't listen to him you know You know, man, Raider fans, I haven't spoken to one person that hasn't been excited about this year. This is the difference between our Al Davis and some other bonehead that's out there, owner. They may own uh, the biggest cardboard factory in the United States or the Bedspring King of North Carolina. Now, I'm just telling you, Al Davis, I love Al Davis. And this is the reason, people. All you guys that say Al's got to get his meddling little fingers out of there, well, he does, and he's showing it right now. So Lane, keep in the fast lane, baby, because we are ready to go into the 07 season, and you watch what happens with this cap situation. He's going to get it dialed in. We're going to lose some people, but we're going to keep some people, and we got $20 million to spend. I'm a happy man. Long star belt buckles and old faded Levi's And each night begins a new day If you don't understand him, he don't die you. He'll probably just ride away Mamas, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys Dallas Cowboys hire Wade Phillips From San Diego defense, takes another one from the universal choke sign for choking (laughs) Marty Schottenheimer or Marty, I shot my footheimer. Takes another key component out of his team. Boy, they should have gone to the Super Bowl last year. Anyways, on this Dallas hired Wade Phillips from San Diego who really gives a shit. The point I'm trying to say here, nation, is all I've heard in the last week, it seems, that what's Dallas going to do? Who are they going to hire? What's the deal? Look at the candidates. Look at the media attention that the Dallas Cowboys and crying Jerry Jones. I'm so happy I got my team back. He's so happy he got his team back. Who signs the checks over there, Jonesy? Who signs the checks, Mr. Tears for Fears Jonesy? I don't get it. I don't get you're crying because you fired a guy. You fired a guy that had too much control over your baby. Well, now you got it back because you hired Wade Phillips, the biggest yes man on the coaching roster. And believe me, I'm a Raider fan. I know a yes man when I see one. Congratulations. I was so happy when they hired Phillips because I could just say, well, there you go. Retread. Nice talking to you. Yes, man, for Jerry Jones, thank you very much. And, oh, yes, we're all one big happy family. And Terrell Owens, like he says. Well, you know what? Terrell Owens is going to chew his shit up and spit it out. The minute Wade doesn't wipe his ass, it's going to be over. The honeymoon's over, baby. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! And you see the entire meltdown happened once again. So, really, Dallas Cowboys heard enough about it. Who gives? Oh, shit.
1: The, the,
0: the Oakland Raiders are now leaving Dysfunction junction, and let me just tell you this, Raider fan, not only should you be happy with what's going on with the coaching, and I just went through that because it's so important, it's refreshing, it's new, we're going in a direction, Al Davis has done it again, I don't care what happens from now on, really, just to see this much, consider your attitude a month and a half ago, how were you feeling, huh? Yeah, that's what I thought. Mark Jackson, director of football operations, has just been hired, and they just move Mike Lombardi from folding towels to folding the jocks. That's right. Make sure there's a crease in mind, partner. Mark Jackson is in there to manipulate the money. He is, he is the guy. He is the smooth talker. He is the soft walker. He is the guy that will smooth the guys to the team he is the guy who will smooth the drafts he is the guy who looks at the contracts he is the guy that's going to take lombardi's spot and in that it is a total reconstruction can you see it i can totally see it man i am pumped if you can't tell i'm freaking out right now just thinking about it raider nation you got every reason to be happy and you know what skeptical if you like because you have to be. Look at our years. But we've got to come up. We've got to. And look at what's happening in front of you. This key right here, Mark Jackson, is the final key in the organizational chart that makes the difference. This is the guy who looks at player personnel contract money. This is the guy who allows things to happen behind the scenes. That the coach is one guy. He can't do everything. Mark Jackson is the guy who's going to watch his back like Lombardi did not watch Shell's back. And you saw what happened to our team then. This is where it comes back into line. This is the riding of the ship. This is the formula for success. And Al Davis, once again, Al Davis, once again, long live Al Davis. That's what I'll say. Mark Jackson was the Trojans' same position, Director of Football Operations from 2000 to 2005. Do you not think he knows the players in this league? Do you not think that he is from the Trojans? Do you think every major player has talked to him at least once in the past five years? You can bet your ass they have. Everybody, every top recruiter, and that is USC, and that is him, and that is a humongous pickup for KIF. This organization is now set. We don't have to worry about the backroom antics. All that bullshit in the backroom and the back offices and the rumors and the innuendos and all that crap is out. Right now we have a solid organization that's being built by relationships and trust in the past in a new endeavor to bring a historic franchise back on top. It is a Cinderella story waiting to happen. Absolutely guaranteed. Welcome, Mark Jackson. The Raiders are ready. And thank you for being here and making it possible. On a side note, the Raiders did talk to a Tom Martinez, who was a Tom Brady's coach, quarterback coach, And did wonders with him and also was hired recently to talk to or coach Jamarcus Russell before the Combine. Like he needs any help. Now I'm not going to go into a lot of draft right now because it's going to take a lot longer than what I have on this show to do the draft situation. I just want to talk a little bit about free agency. We will not do anything. I don't see it. If if it happens, then you got to get on the bone line and tell me. Jump on the bone and throw me a bone and get on the bone line and tell me that that's, uh, we did something because I see nothing happening. We don't have the flexibility, and I don't think Al Davis wants to throw that money out there. I think players are going to be way overpaid, and let let's let those teams that have those heroes – Really get the big check for him, especially the ones that have to franchise those suckers. Remember the $10 million to Woodson? Thank you very much. Did that hurt us? Absolutely. So I'm telling you right now, Tom Martinez was considered, uh, I'll get back to that story, of course. Tom Martinez was considered to be a, a possibility for a quarterback's coach. However, I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, he's leaning against it. But you know what? We'll just wait and see. Whoever gets that job, We'll have a lot of help, trust me. So we don't need the super pro That because these two other guys, Lane Kiffin, our offensive coordinator, we have two guys that are good quarterback coaches anyway. And it's a position, really, that it depends on our draft. Depends on our draft. Let's not forget Walter. Let's not forget Andrew Walter because Andrew is still here. Andrew Walter is still very much viable. He's very much in control of his own destiny because he, that kid, is a great quarterback. Andrew Walter is a great quarterback. And give this kid a line and and a good offense, and I bet you he'll turn this stuff around right now. Well, he's got chances because it's coming up right now, folks. So let's get to the... Raider Nation Podcast Comments Form section! <laughs> I, 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 I. Human gangster, of course, comes in with uh, actually a pretty cool thing. If you guys checked out the Raider Nation Podcast, dot com website and go to the comments form section and check out post one zero zero five what's one thousand and five uh, he has a link here to a video that shows Buster Davis Jamarcus you know um, and Bo and all those guys on that LSU team do their magic now of course I could show you all kinds of film on everybody. Um, and if you pick out the best film it looks good Brooks has a film out there that makes him look like Superman That's have to say it's Jamarcus Russell, Russell's not Superman but I just say put it in perspective because you got to put it all in perspective and this is the pros and I don't care what it's not what you did for me yesterday it's what you're doing for me right now <laughs> but I do with you agree with you Cuban gangsta that we got to go after Russell if we don't do something Incredibly crazy. That's better. Raider Rick comes in. This is our Raider Rick of the Raider Nation podcast. Raider Rick from the all the videos or most of the videos, anyways. Raider Rick's been in there. This it was the this is the man. He's the true Raider fan. He comes in and says, lots of new activity. And he says, I'm back. Well, Nation, it's great to see a host of new guys on the forum, as well as it being ever so pleasant to see Colorado Chris still after Tommy's sister. (laughs) What can I say? I've been working like a dog to save up for my upcoming Raider season and its goodies. Oh, man, you know, you got to save up for that because it costs some dollars. I am too excited about the move so far. However, I'm not sold on going the QB route in the first round. The fact of the matter is, if we had a decent line, a tight end, and could actually catch, and a stud running back, I think we would be realistically 8-8, eight and eight, if not better. I agree. I bet at least half the points we gave up last year were because of lack of possession. It's kind of hard to win when your defense is on the field 70% of the game week after week. Oh, You're reminding me of the season. I can't take it the only way uh the only way we could sign the 40 or 50 million dollar rookie is to get rid of some obvious garbage that is getting fat off Al's dollar and make a few other needed changes due to the age and being downside in their careers i know skilled players are at premium and you should always take the sure thing when you got it in your face like a hard last year uh let's not talk about that either that's another nightmare I'm with Colorado Crist on that one. You're with me on that one, too, Padna. But I I don't want to wait no three years to develop another guy and have him run for his life because we didn't do anything about our offensive line. There are a few decent linemen that will be free agents, and the tight end in Arizona is a stud. I also like Marshawn Lynch. Me, too. Ted Ginn, Calvin Johnson, and Adrian Peterson, though he had major knee surgery. Well, he had, ankle, he had an ankle issue, and he has had a lot of injuries. He reminds me of Fargus. Based on the upcoming moves, I was getting afraid that uh, the Michael Dick thing, <laughs> though I'm comfortable with what's going on, it's going in another direction. The next three weeks, the moves we might help us understand our possible intentions for this year's draft. I know if we draft a safety or a corner, I'm going postal. <laughs> Let me say that again because it's for me too. I know that if we go and draft a safety or a cornerback, I'm going postal. I'm going to go postal right along with you, man, because that would just flip me out. I love you guys, man. You guys are awesome. Get on the bone line. Raider 1138, Adrian Peterson durability issues. Now, um, Raider 1138 comes in, of course. And talks about what Rader Rick said about his knees. Um, Adrian did not have a knee injury. He had a couple of other things. He had a broken collarbone and some other issues. But um, he doesn't see it as a problem being of durability. And none of the injuries were related. And he's not saying they should take Adrian Peterson. But it should listen to the media's Bullshit. I'm not sold on Adrian Peterson either. I like Marshawn Lynch. I like the way he's r- he runs. There's another kid, and he runs like uh, Dunn, a larger version of Dunn. There's a lot of guys out there, man. I'm telling you, there's not one big name as far as a running back goes, but there are several running backs that are studly that w- w- could make a difference. Daniel Wheatley, I'm going to just come down to the bottom. As for this offseason season, Coaching changes. Did anyone really expect Archell to stick around anyway? No. Even if I had a 500 season, he would be a band-aid until Davis could find someone else. I'll admit I was skeptical on Kiffin at first, but again, like most of you seem to be, I am very pleased with somewhat excited about the new assignments. All seem to be young, in age, or at heart, and I think that is proven to be necessary in today's game. However, like my topic says, I've been excited in the past, only be let down. It looks like light at the end of the tunnel. Here's the roof not caving in. I know, man. I know this was your post, and I know you're feeling, man, because I feel it sometimes too, but I cannot dwell. And I go there too, Daniel, but I cannot dwell. I can't be negative because uh, things are happening positive. If we did nothing, Daniel, if there was nothing happening, if we were like – a lot of teams, man. There's a lot of teams that aren't doing crap. <laughs> They're not doing nothing. They're doing zero. And they shit. They were shitty last year, too, or the last three seasons. Dude, we got an owner that just puts it down. And here we are. He's doing it again. And we got a new life. So don't be looking down. Any of you fans out there, man. We got a team. We got a coach. We got a new GM, man. I'll call him a GM. But, man, I'll tell you right now, we got new life from the core of the organization, and it feels good. The Asian persuasion comes in, O-line issues. First, let me just say, the bone line is awesome. I love it, he says. That's cool, man. Thank you, Mr. Asian persuasion. Get on there, man, and put your take on there. Will ya? Okay. Our team success now relies on our O-line. That's for sure. It is imperative that we improve here. Whoever we draft won't really matter a whole lot. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, gosh, that's exactly what I'm saying. We can go for a full of potential J. Russ and let him battle it out with Walter. The guy needs a coach, I agree. But the success <laughs> is with the O-line. We can go after Adrian Peterson, but our, with our online work last year, we won't go anywhere. He'll he, get stuck right there too. Kyle Johnson looks really good, but if our QB is always run, on the run, I have a headache already. Needless to say, Raiders! You have all good points. These questions will be answered in the next month and a half. We'll know a lot of these answers in a month and a half. And you be get on the bone line and get it done, brother. Get on the bone line and shout it out. That goes for all you. That goes for Juan George or Juan Jorge or however you want to do it, man. you got to get on here. You are awesome because you're posting a lot, I just want to tell you right now. Newberry O-Line. Now, he thinks we should give Newberry a chance. He's got two bad knees. Uh, I know we've had 72 sacks. He says and gallery's a Punk. But I honestly think that with our new offensive line scheme and the zone blocking and the different technique that we're going to use, I think that with our another year of experience with McQuiston and Booth, I don't think it's as bleak as you guys think. I think it's going to be better than you guys believe because those guys are not getting – they're getting bigger and they're getting badder and they're getting madder and they're getting smarter, and I can't even go any further than that. On George comes in. <laughs> Bring back. He hate me. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, he's just kidding. He thinks Lamont Jordan would be good with the good old line. Yeah, I think my grandmother could run the ball with the good old line because, um, you know, when you got a massive hole, it doesn't take much. But I'll tell you, I've seen lines. Our line last year opened up holes for Jordan, but his stutter step just suffocated him two yards back. Uh, I think it's running back in our case, to be quite honest with you. We had some runs, and we could have run further. And, and you know, you just got to be able to power through that line. And, and he, he just stutter stepped. He was, uh, and he was a terrible blocker. Lamont Jordan blocks like a baby. I'm telling you, watch him. He He's not a good blocking back. We need a fullback. That's massive. We need a massive fullback. I mean, that would help a lot. Of course, that's blocking. A dingo ate my baby. More on RBs. Unfortunately, Mike Turner is out of reach. Yes, Mike Turner is awesome, and we could use him because he's a good runner, man. He is a restricted free agent and will command our number two pick as compensation plus a huge contract. Yep, Amon Green is an unrestricted free agent, so we just need to work out a contract before Green Bay locked him up again. I don't know. Amon Green's a little long in the tooth for me. I don't know about bringing him in here. We don't need the long in the tooth. We don't have an offensive line that can do that. I don't think this is good for us, though. We need to keep... With Jordan this year, his contract will cost huge dollars to cut, and we really have no better options of free agency. Nope. Nope, we might have to cut uh, Justin Fargus. And I've thought about this already, to pick up Marshawn Lynch. I think it's something that we might do. So stay tuned. If you are going to upgrade in our backfield, we need to draft a running back. Yep, Kenny Irons would most likely cost our number two pick, um, which is a bit early. Well, see, these are the guys I'm telling you, man. There's $600 million in the cap. That's crazy money. Lorenzo Booker, amazing speed. He reminds me of work done. It's a great addition, and uh, he probably cost our fourth rounder, depending on his combat stats. He could drop to our number three. Well, see, this is the guy I was talking about, Lorenzo Booker. Unbelievable. That is a great choice. Brian Leonard. He'd certainly cost us our number three, but he's a Rathman Jr., except more explosive. Now, if we got a Rathman anything, period, a Rathman anything, uh, that would be a good move, too. Well, thank you, Dingo8, my baby. He, of course, has the BlackHoleSun.com blog. Check it out. He's always got some good stuff. It's a great blog. Check it out. Of course, I have to pump up my other brothers, uh, the Black Flag Network, with Raider Take, uh, Silver and Black Forever, Um and Stick'Em, of course, is in there, too. So, anyway. Well, that's kind of what's happening right now, Red Nation. We're uh, looking to a new horizon. There's all kinds of stuff going on. And it's probably changing as I talk, as I speak right now. Things are moving and shaking. I'm very, very excited. If you have not guessed already, please. Uh, People are a little skeptical. You got to have a little bit of that, of course, after our last couple seasons. But you know what? Look at the changes. Things are going in a positive direction. There hasn't been any alley-oops like there were last season, like the un- an inability to find a coach in a, t- a decent time. I think everybody knew that there was going to be trouble last season, regardless of show. Long story short,
1: we're heading up,
0: And it's looking good. And I can't wait to give you the next news that's coming up because it should be pretty damn sweet. We should see some player moves and personnel assets going on, moving on, shaking on. I can't wait. So, until next time, this is Raider Gray, and I am out.
1: Even as a young guy, I dreamed that someday, uh, I had a dream that I would build the finest organization in professional sports. And uh, the opportunity came to me In the early 60s to take the Raiders and make that into the finest organization that professional sports has ever had. I dreamed that uh, we would have the finest players, finest coaches, greatest coaches. We'd play in the greatest games and have the greatest plays. Most of all, we'd have the best winning percentage of any team in professional sports. And I think uh, we've done all those things and we've presently hold all those things uh, in the history and tradition of the Raiders. But now is the thing, we've got to continue to maintain it. I wanted our colors, silver and black, that anywhere in the world that you could say silver and black and they know who you were talking about. They were talking about the Raiders, that there was no other team. You'd have to say Dodger blue, Celtic green, Yankee pinstripe, only silver and black. and. And I I believe in that strongly, tradition, history. I know we're losing a lot of it in our culture, but if I can help it, if I can put my mark, my legacy, uh, the Raiders will always believe in tradition, history.
0: The Raiders closing in on the Super Bowl championship. There it is! There's the gun, signing the end of the game.
1: Uh, We finally broke through. We won the Super Bowl, beat Minnesota, and it gave the Raiders, who had the best records in those years since we had come in professional football. A chance to show silver and black and give this community a chance to take their place in the sun. Commitment to excellence when we started. Every organization in America now. All year, standard of excellence. Commitment to excel. It's it's all a takeoff off of commitment to excellence. It's all a takeoff off of pride and poise. Because I believe pride, you know, self respect, uh, proud of what you're doing, poise, uh, stability. Uh, those are the things that I think characterize great people, but you still go back. I realize records are important. you got to win. I realize passion, that you give to it. But I want you to be able to inspire in young people the will to do great. I'll let what is speak for itself, and not a few, uh, a chosen few that you'd go to. Uh, I am not one of the pack, never have been, never will be. Uh, when I said I'd rather be feared than loved and respected, I meant the Raiders as a team. I wasn't talking about life. I was talking about what is, rather than what our culture wants it to be. We'd rather be feared. The culture would say you'd rather be respected, but that isn't the way it is out there. That isn't reality. Now, what it what it should be, or what we'd like it to be, maybe we'd like it to be respected, but I'm saying to win, I'd rather have the other. Uh,